Guys Drinking Whiskey Podcast, where we drink and discuss whiskey from all across the globe. Everything from the top of the liquor store shelf to the dusty bottoms of the discount bin. Let's go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. This is the first time listening. This is part of a little mini-series that we're doing called the New to Whiskey series, where we break down the different types of whiskey from all across the world. If you've been listening, welcome back. This is going to be part four. In parts one through three, we talked about bourbon, other American whiskeys. We talked about Irish whiskey. And now we're going to talk about scotch, which is a pretty big category, and we're going to hopefully break it down for you today. If this is your first time listening and you're kind of just coming into it, you can go back to the other episodes and check out what we've done so far. This is a very beginner level type introduction to these products. So it's not going to be as deep and detailed and nerdy as some of our previous episodes in the past. We have a ton of that stuff too. So if there's something you want to learn more about, you can go back and you can check out some of that stuff in some of our previous episodes. This is going to be for the noobs out there. So let's get into it, shall we? What is Scotch whiskey? What is Scotch? It's whiskey that's made in Scotland. (laughs) That's about it. Nope, just kidding. There's more to it than that. They've been making whiskey in Scotland since the 1400s. They learned how to make it from the Irish. While Ireland may have been the first to make like a legitimate whiskey, I do believe that the Scottish definitely blew them out of the water with the production and just like the whole like getting whiskey out to the rest of the world kind of factor uh the reason that was a major component is because irish whiskey mainly only used a pot still which was more artisanal and smaller batches and it didn't make quite as much volume it made great product it just didn't make a ton of whiskey Uh, scotland utilized a new type of distilling with a column still known as the coffee still which they could make tons more whiskey and so that helped them produce a lot more product and get a lot more volume out into the world all right so when it comes to a flavor profile of a scotch it can really vary from where it's coming from in the region of the country it's going to have some bold notes some heavier notes and some may have some light and bright notes some fruity notes some may also be very smoky very peaty and those are going to be the scotches that i think a lot of people are afraid of when they're first getting into it if you say you hate scotch it's maybe because you tried something that was very smoking very peaty and very offsetting it's definitely an acquired taste and when it comes to scotch there's going to be two basic offerings that they have there's going to be single malts and there's going to be blended the main difference between the two is that a single malt is going to be made with malted barley it's going to come from a single distillery and blended scotch is going to be could be or it could be multiple grains. Usually it's just single malt, but it's going to be multiple grains from multiple distilleries. That's going to be the best way to describe it. So, a blended whiskey such as Johnny Walker or Dewar's, they will acquire different whiskeys from all across Scotland and they will blend them together to get a very unique profile that fits their brand. As where a single malt, like a Macallan or a Glenlivet, will have their own distillery, they'll make their own product, and they'll have a very unique flavor of their own. Now, with all the different types of scotch out there, there's close to 200 distilleries in Scotland right now. Some popular single malts are going to be, like I said, Macallan, Glenlivet, and then on the other spectrum, you've got Legavulin and Lefroig, which are going to be from Isla, the island of Isla to be exact. It looks like it says Islay, 
but it's actually pronounced Isla. I'm not going to get too much into pronunciations of scotches because even I have a hard time pronouncing some of them. They're pretty uh, complicated. But like Legavulin and Lafroig, for instance, are going to be very smoky, very peaty, and very robust flavors that are not for everybody. So we'll get into some of those here quickly, but um, just wanted to go over some quick notes here with uh, the different regions. So you've got the Highland region, which is going to be brands like Aberfeldy, Glendronic, Oban. That's going to be probably the most popular area from Scotland, probably the biggest area. If you're looking for something that's lighter and fruity, and Aberfeld is going to be right up your alley. Um, there's Speyside, which is going to be a Glenfiddich or Glenfarkless. Those tend to be a little thicker on the mouthfeel. They're, they're still very light, easy to drink, but they're a little heavier, I think, a little more viscous. There's Lowland. There's Campbellton. Um, that's going to be like Glen Scotia and Springbank. Those are going to have a little bit more of a pungent kind of earthy note to them. And then like we said, there's the Islay region, which is going to be like your Brulatics, your Lagavulins, your Freugs, your Ardbegs. Those are going to be very smoky, very peaty, very much like influential from the sea, I think. Like you kind of get like the seaweed kind of windy feel to them. I don't know. It's hard to explain. You just got to try it for yourself, I guess. But if you're just getting into scotch and you don't want something that's going to be hard to drink, you may want to stay away from Islay and Scotch. Just kind of stick with your, your Highland, Speyside area. Those are going to be your most approachable ones. Most Scotch comes in around 80 proof, which is nice. There is some higher proof stuff. Uh, when you get up there with the more expensive bottles, you may see some stuff at cast strength as well. The biggest thing with uh, the peated stuff, they use peat moss. Like It comes in bricks, and they use that as fuel, and they'll use that to dry the malted barley when they're in the malting. It smokes up. And it imparts that really heavy smoky peat flavor into that barley before it gets distilled. So that's why smoky scotch tastes like that is because of the peat. A couple of things about scotch is that they can add color to their stuff. As we're like a bourbon, for instance, you can't have any additives like that. But a scotch can add some some colors and still be considered a scotch. So like Johnny Walker, for instance, if you look at the black label, the 12 year, it's going to be very dark. That uh definitely has some caramel color added to that. Now, if you look at some higher-end single malt scotches that have the same age statement, they can come across as very light. Uh, They look almost like apple juice because they don't add any of that artificial coloring to it. The reason why they add artificial coloring, uh, I'm not really sure. I'm guessing it's because it's a marketing thing. Usually, darker the whiskey tends to think that it's aged longer. So, I think that's 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 the biggest, like variation of scotch so you've got two main different kinds of scotch from five different areas i find the one that's right for you Um, there's a ton of great ones out there best way to do it is to start trying it go to bars try them if you see something that you've never tried before just order a shot of it get it neat get it on the rocks scotch it probably isn't the best for cocktails i wouldn't say it's more of a, a sipper like drink it neat or drink it on the rocks but i will tell you that a nice smoky scotch in an old fashioned is a real fucking treat. So you got to try one of those sometime as well. I think that's going to do it for scotch though. It's a very basic kind of overall covering of what scotch is. Obviously there's a ton more to it, but if you're just getting into scotch, that should hopefully help you out with that. If you want to know more, you can always ask or you can check out some of our previous episodes and get some more detail on some of the scotches that we've tried on the show. You can check us out on Instagram and Facebook at the Two Guys Drinking Whiskey Podcast. Keep talking to us. Let us know what you like, what you don't like. 
um, anything you'd like us to talk about or try. We're going to keep this new to whiskey segment going as well. I know we got to do Canadian whiskey and some other whiskeys around the world that are still left, but we're, we're getting to the end of it though. I'd say we're past the halfway point. So hopefully you're enjoying it and hopefully we'll see you next time. All right. Cheers. Cheers.